What is up everybody, it's me, Hector Lozano, here with another episode of War Whoops. And today, we have an extra special guest, Mrs. Swimley, the new art teacher here at Elko High School. So, Mrs. Swimley, how you doing? I'm doing okay. Not too bad today. It's good. Like, if you're doing worse than okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that no, would be I'm bad. definitely doing better besides how cold this room is, but... <laughs> That's why I brought a coat. Exactly. Anyway, it's a weird year this year, as everyone knows. So, how are you handling it? I'm doing okay. Um, it's just a lot of planning and uh, trying to make sure I don't miss things online that students need. There are a million and a half things you have to double check to make sure you're doing correctly. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes it's just a simple check mark you forget and then you get emails from students going, I can't even access this. So like, I guess, what sort of things do you have the kids do since, because you're like the art teacher, but yeah. how do you teach art when they, you're not You'd be there. surprised, like I actually also teach online art colleges for GBC, so mm. I've been doing that, I did that for... So you're used to it? So I'm kind of used to it, yeah. Um, it is being able to break down an assignment um, so that students understand step by step or what the requirements are, and you really have to be very, very specific about what you do, but it's possible to teach students art online. Mm. You provide videos, you provide step-by-step, -step, um, and if they're extra confused, I just constantly tell them if they need help, they can contact me and I'll do what I can. So what are some of the, what are some of the things that you've taught so far? Like? So we have a graphic design class, um, mm. and thankfully I had to scour around and find a program that actually works on a Chromebook, because most of our big programs don't work on Chromebooks. Mm. Um, so I did find one, and the, the students are learning how to create, manipulate images, and create, like I had them create a movie poster, they've done a Frankenstein monster where they had to take bits and pieces of different pictures and put them together. My drawing and painting classes, I'm focusing clearly on the drawing part of it. Mm. So they're doing a lot of um, learning how to value shade and do sketches, and I've had them do, you know, their life as a CD cover, and other things that they have an interest in, hopefully, to uh, to do that. But yeah, I've just been trying to and give them opportunities. I'm trying to actually teach them things that they can take into classrooms, and mm -hmm. if they have an interest in art, um, they can move beyond that. My advanced art, I'm teaching them step-by-step step how to go from one idea to an advanced detailed drawing, which is kind of what I learned how to do in college. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we start with an idea, you start with sketches, you start with planning, and then you're going to work their work their way up until they have a fully detailed out illustration. All so, right. Yeah. So it sounds like you've got things relatively under control. Mm -hmm. You know, you're doing all right. Yeah. But why do you decide to do this in the first year? Well, teaching art to high schoolers? I know. I love art. I've been an artist mm -hmm. since for as long as I can remember. I went to college for art. I actually have a degree in video game art and design. Oh, that's cool. And I worked at a video company for video game company for about four years until the economy went down and they had to lay a bunch of people off. So um, I kind of was floundering around after that and it finally came to me that being an art teacher is something I always considered. Um, mm -hmm. I like to share my love of art with people uh, and it really, ex I get excited when I see students turn stuff in and you know, they follow directions and they've got their own unique expression of art and I love that. You know, that makes sense. I guess teaching is a good way. Like if you're interested in art, you know, it might be kind of difficult to make a living you know, just like it can be selling very, it, right? Yeah, yeah. So teaching to, it, that's maybe a little more consistent. You know? Well, it is consistent. It's a consistent job, which is nice. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Having a steady job is awesome. Mm -hmm. um, but it's also just art's one of the most universal subjects we can have. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be a good artist to be able to create art. 
you know, so being able to teach kids that. And also, you one of the best be ways... You have to be a good to, artist in order to create good art. You can, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's debatable. I've seen some people create, uh, students even, create some stuff that just impressed me a lot. So That it's means just, they're good. Yeah, I guess it does. But uh, I don't know. It's just been, a, it's a passion of mine, and I want to be able to share it. <laughs> yep, and so yeah, I think it's cool. You know, you're teaching art to mm -hmm. kids, and that's a that's a fun thing. I'm glad we still have room for that sort of thing in school, you know, so oh, at least too. here in Elko. Yes, definitely. It matters. Like, art, I mean, there's history involved in it. There's, you can learn all sorts of things, uh, techniques, and stuff you can take on in your life from here. It might just become a hobby, which is yep. not a problem. Nope, that is you a know? problem. You know, some people need a creative outlet. Absolutely. It's perfectly fine to have one. Mm -hmm. And it, it integrates with anything. It can be science, English, social studies. We all, it all connects. Mm -hmm. So I think that's all the questions I've got for you. So thank okay. you very much, and thank all of you for Hello, this is Richard Ferrix with War Hoops, and today I'm interviewing Raymond Cavallo. He is a, a new teacher in the Elko County School District. Hello, thank you for joining me, Raymond. How are you today? Hey, Richard. It's a pleasure to be here. And, you know, it snowed today, and I didn't see it because I was stuck inside, so I'm super happy about it. We decided we would do an episode on new teachers this week. And Mr. Cavallo is a new science teacher teaching chemistry specifically, is that correct? Yeah, we teach some chemistry and uh, with the, con the flavor of chemistry. We also facilitate physics, if that's a real word. Physics is, is good. I like physics. Anyway, Mr. Cavallo. Yes, Richard. Since you are a new teacher, can you tell us what you did before you started teaching here? Ah, uh, yes. So before I started teaching here, I was a college student learning to be a teacher. Yeah, you got the newest teacher that there can be this year. I've been teaching for a total of nine weeks so far. So you are very, very new. So you didn't do, really do anything before. <laughs> and where did you go to college? Well, I went to University of Washington for a little while. That was pretty neat. But then I finished out my teaching at UNR over in mm. Reno. And what inspired you to become a teacher in the first place? I care about people, and I just want to help people. So that's why I wanted to be a teacher. And why did you choose chemistry? Oh, that's a subject that I think a lot of people need help in uh, pretty badly. Because it's so central to our world, but it's so um, mystified. See, I like to take away the mystery. And what do you think you do differently than uh, other teachers? Well, I don't like to give tests. Uh, I really don't. I don't believe a test actually is good for anybody. And most people I've ever known, talked to, and been myself just suffer from massive test anxiety. So I don't like to do that. Not very many people like chemistry. Others like things such as biology or astronomy. Why do you think chemistry is so disliked? I think it's so disliked because of the way it's been taught by the chemistry establishment for so long. They don't teach with enough fire, hazards, lights. You need hazards, fire, and lights to make it real fun. Which is why I really don't like the distance learning that we're doing, because it's very limiting my capabilities with fire and hazards. Lights, you get enough from the computer screen, but it's not the same. Oh. So, so when we go back for one day a week in January, how do you believe students will uh, adapt to it? Do you think they'll enjoy it more? Do you think they'll be like, eh, this, uh, I prefer digital? What do you think will happen with the students? Well, here's what I hope that all students know. is um, I want you to be comfortable in the classroom being around people. 
I know it's been a little while, and uh, some people are not so comfortable being around people all day long with masks on. I get it. But, you know, come to chemistry, light some stuff on fire. That, I hope it helps you out a little bit. What grade do you teach? <laughs> I, f I forgot to tell you this. What, what grade oh, slash grades oh, do you yeah, teach yeah, with this? Yeah. Chemistry, you can take it if you're a sophomore or a junior, if you really want to. I think that'd be all right. But I get a lot of juniors. It's a good time. We are currently at the uh, college. Can you tell us why we're at the college? Oh, uh, to be honest, I have absolutely no idea. The college high school sharing a building thing, I think it's, it's a useful bit of space. I will say that, but it's also kind of strange. College and high school at the same time. I mean, like, don't doesn't the high school already have, like, ten buildings in it, though? Oh, yeah, they got a bunch of buildings down yeah. there, but none of them are capable of withstanding the amount of fire that I hope to create in the room, so... What would you say is your favorite part about being a teacher? Uh, my favorite part about being a teacher is seeing students enjoy their time with their friends. And that's actually the hardest part about being a teacher this year because that doesn't happen. I don't get to see the people enjoying learning with their friends in groups. And it's a bummer. It's a real bummer, but that's my favorite part. And seeing people just enjoy their time. What's your uh, favorite thing about your class specifically about chemistry? Oh, my class specifically is that um, I'll, I'll try to encourage you to start thinking for yourself. Any of my students out there listening know I either give you no directions or too many directions. There's like no in between because I really am heavy on the no directions. Thing. I want you to get so mad and frustrated at me with this assignment that you, just to spite me, learn everything you can about it and make something new. Well, you seem like a very interesting teacher <laughs> in your methods of learning. Well, thank you for joining me. Uh, this was Mr. Ray Cavallo. Thank you for joining me, Mr. Cavallo. Hey, you're welcome. Thanks for having me, Richard. This was Richard Ferrex with War Hoops. And goodbye. The deal about Baby Yoda, he just is, is such a small little creature, okay? But here's the thing, he's 50 years old, old, old baby, all right? He's definitely a clone of a Yoda species, of a Yoda. Of he a tridactyl, I, I guess, is Man, their name. That's a weird name. He's got three <laughs> fingers, but he's got six total. So what's why we try and call tridactyl? No, no. <laughs> he's just a little Yoda baby. He's immune to the cold weather. He eats space spiders and frogs, so he's, that's a clue. He's immune to the cold weather. Think about that. Hello, everybody, and thank you so much for joining me today. My name is Jocelyn Mosley, and I am here joined by my lovely teacher, Miss Cherillion. She is brand new at Elko High School, and I was hoping we could talk to her today about being a new teacher during this pandemic. Hi, I am Taylor Cherillion, and this is my second year of teaching, but my first year at Elko High, as you said. It's kind of crazy how i coming back full circle because I was born here, you know, at the where the Performing Arts Center is being built. There was an old hospital there, and I was born in that hospital, and every baby that was born there, they put a, on a wooden leaf and stuck it in the tree like this wooden tree and they when they tore the building down they didn't keep the tree and I'm like why did you not do that I lived in Utah moved to Missouri lived there for seven years and came back here once COVID hit back here to be with family so that's like coming full circle kind of thing like I started here and now I'm kind of finishing here I guess I don't know depends on how things go <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of how it is so. well how is it trying to teach right now during COVID especially since it's your, your first year you don't know how any of us are yeah it's really hard and it's it's really frustrating because I'm one to you know interact with people first like you know I'm an introvert like by heart but you know being a teacher you have to be able to read the room you have to be able to see how your students are doing because students are not going to tell you how they're doing even if you ask them sometimes 
So, you know, when the student is in my room and they're working on something, like I can tell when they would like some help and I can approach them or interact and tell jokes with them and laugh and play my ukulele with them and stuff. And you can't do that when students won't even show up to meetings or when they do show up, you technological issues and, you know, it's crazy. And I, I would give anything to have my kids back. And I know that it's frustrating for them, too. Well, I know you're the drama teacher. Do you teach anything else here besides drama? Yeah, I teach English. Yeah, <laughs> sophomores. Oh, <laughs> I teach sophomores the underclassmen. <laughs> Before I came here, I taught sophomores and juniors, and I had real fun with them. Mm. And so you were going to take over Miss Moon's spot. Yeah, yeah. Because she was retiring. So. I had her. Yeah, I was in creative writing. I was just telling my students in a lesson today how writers pioneer language. A lot of our words that we use are from Shakespeare and other writers who have been long dead. I think we take writing for granted. Oh yeah, you see those Instagram posts where the captions like William Shakespeare, and I'm like, have you read William yeah, Shakespeare? Yeah, I mean, I I do have Instagram, but I write poetry, I do photography, and I have like three different Instagrams based on what I do. That so. was me in middle school, but it was all like <laughs> fan accounts. <laughs> They're long gone now. No I, one will yeah. ever find them. Well, what is like your first year at Oko and your first year teaching online? How has that been like? For you, her whole circle, having both of those new things just kind of clash on you. I've had to teach myself a lot of stuff. I mean, this is all new for every teacher here, whether they've been teaching for 20 years or just two. And so they've been so, we're all like little hermits stuck in our rooms all day. So I rarely ever get to interact with them unless we have like a PLC meeting. And I, and I get it, like we're all incredibly busy and working so hard so I've had to teach myself a lot of stuff like how to put grades in infinite campus oh, and, no. and how to you know mark things and there were things that I figured out that other teachers didn't know about so when I brought it up they're like oh you can do that I'm like yeah like I figured it out so we can all share the information we share the wealth basically we want to help each other out so we're all learning it differently and I wish I could I just wish I could have my kids back like that's one thing I'm like oh like you know you don't really appreciate something until you don't have it anymore yeah I mean like I enjoyed it and I was always glad to see my students every day but now I really really miss it like, yeah that like, was me at oh. all my math teachers yeah always being like Jocelyn do your work and I'm like Pfft. No, but now that I have them online, I'm like, please let me go to your classroom and do my work. Yeah, yep, right. And I, I mean, I've had some students come in and they'll, we'll just visit and I'll help them out and stuff. And I think, I mean, students crave the social interaction as much as we do. Of course, it's at different capacities because, you know, friends and camaraderie and, of course, my theater kids because you're in my theater class. Yeah. You interacting with Teddy and my other students. I love, I love seeing that. Like, I enjoy it so much. And so, it, you know, I would just, you know, when I start the meeting five minutes early, you're all are chatting and visiting. Like, that's how classrooms used to be. Like, kids would come in, they'd visit, and then when the bell rang, it started. So it's just, like, kind of gives me a little glimpse of what how things <laughs> used to be like. So it's like, oh, I wish I could have them all. So we had the Improv Fridays, and then with the schedule change, that totally kicked it out. So I'm like, what are we going to do now? And and I want to do, I want to watch plays. I want to, you know, I want to do plays, but I'm, I can't. Like, we can't have an audience. And it's like, darn it. Thank you so much for joining me, Miss Trillian. I think we should save the rest of this interview until next time. for joining me today. I'm back with Miss Trillian asking about her experiences as a new teacher at Elko High School. Do you think school will fall back to normal by second semester? No. No? I, I don't think it will. Because 
as sad as it is, we don't really get to have a say. You know, teachers don't. Mr. Wickersham doesn't. He, you know, we do what we're told, like with the district and the government. And I mean, the governor, he has more restrictions on us and Utah just put in new lockdowns and they're just right next to us. So it's not going to be long before our cases well, go Sislak up. Well, Syslac just put us back into phase one for two weeks. Right, exactly. And we do have kids going back for hybrid, you know, the lower levels, mm-hmm. like middle school, but it's like, when is it going to hit high school? And, and I think that's really unfair to us at this moment. Oh, yeah. Like, all these kids have all these years to, like, get it back. But some of us high schoolers, we don't have these years to get back. Like seniors, yeah. Yeah. And I so, get it. I feel So it's, you. like, really difficult. I'm just like, a seventh grader has the rest of their high school and middle school year, while me as a senior... I'm spending my senior year at home. Yeah, I get it. And I and I think the reason why they started with elementary is because they've never had the educational experience like kindergartners. Yeah. And that's and it's a vital role in their development, especially when interacting with peers and people of authority like teachers and figures like that. I get that. But at the same time there's that it's like the beginning and the ending that needed the most. I mean like at least I can have 12 kids in my classroom at a time, so that's where the improv Fridays came in because I only have 13 kids and not everybody's gonna show up at the same time. I was super excited for that. So it's like, yeah. One of the things they keep talking about is having kids going back for sports. And I'm like, well, not everybody does sports. I so, mean, speech and debate, so it's right. like- Right, well, and it, it's still an extracurricular activity. Yeah. So it's, but it's more of, we need to put kids back in school so they can do sports. But then if kids have a bad grade, they can't do sports. And that's where- But they can't go in person to get the help that they need. And sometimes even if they could, things happen. So it's not like we have a way to commute students here. I know they're trying to work things out to where we can bring more students because we actually have a lot of kids coming on campus every day, but we only have a, we have a certain amount of capacity. It's not like the full student body. So if, if a kid just, they're doing fine, like academically, but they're not doing fine in other aspects, we can't help them. All I see is a bunch of numbers on a screen. I can see their grades like, oh, such and so and so is doing fine in my class. But then they're, when they're actually like sad or frustrated or, you know, I can't, I can't tell, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I can't be like, come into my classroom and just sit in here and chill. I can offer it to them, but it's up to them to say, So it kind of yeah. takes the magic of being a teacher away from you. Yeah, it does. And it's really like, I mean, I have frustrating moments too, where it's like, am I doing what I was called to do? Am I accomplishing that role? Am I helping my kids? What can I do to help my kids? What can I do to prepare them for that? Is it is it teaching Shakespeare? Is it doing this? No. And so even before all the COVID happened, one thing, because I knew some students didn't like English. That's not their thing. And I get that. Like, it's fine. Math wasn't my thing, but that doesn't mean my teacher was terrible. One thing that I want my students to leave my classroom with is to be able to think for themselves and to be kind, you know, respectable citizens of their community. Like, that's the one thing that I want them to leave my classroom with. So it's like, what can I teach them that's still, you know, standards and English and all that or theater, but still help them manage that? Because it's like, even if they don't remember what play they read, I want them to remember what they learned in regard to character building in my classroom. We still have EOCs. What are we going to do about that? They haven't knocked them out the window for this year yet. And I'm hoping they will because of what students needs are the most. I mean, Assessments are great because it helps us to see what progress we make. I think this is the wrong time for but, it. But yeah, there are, there there are right times and places for that. And so even from last year, they quit. They didn't do the EOCs last year, at least where I was at. And we had more of that year to to teach them. 
So if we had an assessment, it wouldn't have been as bad. Does that make sense? But because we haven't had much of that regular structure and, and instruction that students need, how can we assess those students that haven't even been participating? You know, it, it just sets them up for failure. And when EOCs are a huge portion of their grade at the end of the year, it, it says nothing about the school. It's just what we are trying to do with all the lemons that we have. Mr. Wickersham has been working his tail off trying to figure out what that perfect balance is to where students are getting the enrichment that they need and parents are satisfied and students are satisfied. I don't think he'll find it, honestly. I don't think there'll be a perfect balance, but there's got to be something... It was weird when it came, like when it started happening here, because we were make we were making jokes about it in class. One oh day. yeah, oh yeah. We were, like someone I mean, sneezed and like, oh my gosh, COVID. Mm-hmm. Like we never thought it would reach here, and then yep. the school was like, oh, don't come in for a few days, and all of a sudden we're yep. canceled, and yep. I'm just like, oh my gosh, yep, it's happening, and it yep. hasn't stopped since then. And exactly. That's yep. the hard thing is that like I don't even know if it will stop. Yeah, it's, I, my heart breaks for my kids. You know, they're at a young age where they don't. You know, they have their whole lives ahead of them. Yeah. That's how I feel. And, I yeah. feel like I was, like, going hard my junior year. I was like, all right, I passed with good grades this year. Mm-hmm. And then my senior year hit, and all of a sudden, everything hit. And I feel like a brick wall just, like, yeah. built itself in front of me, and I smacked into it face first. Yeah. And I've just been, like, wandering around looking for the exit. And yeah. so far, it's, like, it's really hard as a student to, like, yeah figure out like to get up in the morning and sit through like all seven classes well we we don't do it for the money you know <laughs> oh yeah and it's and you know there are moments where i'm like if i were like a blogger about <laughs> photography how much money would i make you know what could i do about that and, but it's like there are times where i'm like what could i've done different you know is there another career that but it's like no my my whole thing was to work with kids to work with teenagers who who had gone through similar things that I did when I was a teen. So it's like I wanted to be initially I wanted to be a lawyer. I wanted to be a divorce attorney and child's rights advocate. <laughs> Teaching was another thing that I wanted to do cuz I could still work with kids and help them whether it be subtly or just, you know, give them encouragement while they're going through trials. And I, that's actually helped me connect with a lot of students who hated me at first. Like they they couldn't put up with me. They're like, "Who the heck are you?" And so when I told them my experiences, the light bulb went off. And then they were listening to me and they, they paid attention to me and they respected me more and all of these things. So it's like our life trials can help someone else down the road. So I encourage you and other students who are going through that brick wall that's like, you know, when you do climb it, you can help someone else climb it we're all in it together. Like we may not think that because it's like our old trials are very individualistic, right? They're measured out, they're poured and measured out for everybody. And it's like someone else is going through something very similar. But because you've been through that, you've been there, you can pick it out and say, hey, I see you're struggling, but I I got you. I understand where you're coming from. So I've been through that brick wall too. It wasn't the same brick wall, it wasn't COVID, but it was more of like, we have to keep pushing. And it may not be our, it may not be like the way it was. We may not get like that 100% or we may not get, you know, the results that we want. But if we push, the results will be so much more rewarding because you know you pushed yourself and you know you did it. Take a break. Relax. Take a few minutes to yourself. You know, do whatever it is. That's what my brother and I do. Once it's like past lunch and we're like exhausted, we play Among Us for a few minutes before we get to any back. It's really fun. (laughs) But I mean, yeah, so it's like spending time with your family, taking that break, 
And it's weird too because my brother's a freshman this year. I'm like most sad for him because I'm like, I yeah. gotta experience high school. Yeah. See? And like even though I wanna finish it in high school, mm-hmm. he he didn't get his freshman year. And that's usually like the hardest and like weirdest year. It is the most so, awkward year. Yeah. Thing is is that you'll know what that feels like. Oh yeah. So when he needs encouragement, when he needs that little push, you'll be there to it's so important to communicate how you're feeling with other people. Oh, definitely. And 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 don't don't feel bad for feeling bad because it's 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 normal. It's it's okay. It, we're in a very crazy wacko area right now, and so if you need to take a step back and take a breather, that's okay. But don't stay there. You're gonna make me cry. <laughs> don't make me cry, okay? But it, it, I do. I don't have to know you well to care about you. First day, I'm like, these are my kids. They're my kids. And I care about every single one. And it's, my heart is in it. Teachers, like a good teacher, and I, I want to be a good teacher, they have their heart in it completely. And that's what drains them. That's what tires them. Some teachers can't sleep at night worrying about their kids. I can't. Well, I'm really glad you're teaching here now. Thank you so much for joining me, Miss Trillian.